0: Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday morning to you. I'm Jason Van Bemmel, pastor of Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It is good to be with you again for another time of Devotionals and Psalms. We are in Psalm 97 this morning. Uh, it is a joyful proclamation of the one true God who is awesome in his power, who is living and true, who is holy, and who richly blesses his people. I want to share a prayer request update with you to encourage you this morning before we get into Psalm 97. Last time on Wednesday, we prayed for Ashley, a 16-year-old girl who's uh, battling cancer. And uh, things were not looking good for Ashley for a while. She was very sick. She had a fever. She, She couldn't get the scans that she needed because she wasn't healthy enough. And anyway, she got the scans and it was... The best, the best news. So this is from her mom from yesterday. Today is a day of miracles. The doctor has told us Ashley's tumor in her spinal cord, which had become part of her spinal cord, is gone. It is completely gone. The spot on the left side of her skull is gone. The concern about cancer remaining in her right ear, not there. This is a miracle of huge proportions. We were hoping for 50% shrinkage, but God said, watch me work my wonders. Wow, he sure did. He worked through our doctors and nurses. He worked through every prayer lifted by you all. We cannot thank you enough for your prayers, love, and support. We could not do this without you. Ashley has done a CT just now to rule out fungus and infection in her body. We know we'll have final results by dinner time today. Today is a day to rejoice. So they are going to continue doing Or they're going to set her up for radiation and chemo so the cancer doesn't come back um, as they finish her treatment plan. So we'll keep praying for Ashley and her family. But that is just wonderful news from our wonderful God. And uh, what a great way to get ready for Psalm 97 this morning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for being the one true, living, awesome, holy God. You reign sovereign and supreme over your creation And you are good to your people. We continue to pray for Ashley that you would continue to strengthen her body, that the treatment plan would be effective at keeping the cancer away, and that she would live for your praise for the rest of her life, giving thanks to the God who has healed her. Father, now as we look at Psalm 97, please write it on our hearts. Please help us to understand it and to receive it by faith and to look to you. In all things, as you reveal yourself in your word, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Psalm 97. The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes up before him. And burns his adversaries all around. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness, and all the peoples see his glory. All worshippers of images are put to shame, who make their boast in worthless idols. Worship him, all you gods. Zion hears and is glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, O Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. O you who love the Lord, hate evil. He preserves the lives of his saints, He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. Amen. When we know the one true God, we have every reason to rejoice and to give thanks and every reason to hate evil because our God is holy. Well, Psalm 95 is a very joyful psalm. It continues the worship theme that is the the, the major theme throughout book four of the Psalms. And here we see God reigning. And God is reigning in in awesome power and holiness on a foundation of righteousness and justice. It reminds me, I I was reading this morning, by the way, in uh, The Light of the Psalms by Michael Ross. I think I've recommended this book before, but if you're looking for a thing that will just quickly guide you through the Psalms uh, as a sort of daily devotional read, um, here's uh, as an example, day 66. It's just you know basically not even two full pages per day. And he doesn't necessarily go through the Psalms in order, but he goes through them sort of thematically. It's really great. So I was reading that this morning and he was, uh, he was basically saying how how cheap we've made God in our Western, modern American, evangelical world, how trite, how almost silly we've made God. Um, we have these, some songs, some, not all, but some songs uh, that are like, you know, Jesus is my boyfriend type songs. They're happy, sappy, poppy romance songs, but you just pop in Jesus instead of my boyfriend. And uh, they're really kind of silly and trite, right? And, and, and at times it almost seems like God is like, you know, I understand the language of God pursues you and God loves you, but it's almost like God is a, a, a needy, clingy, uh, boyfriend, right? Who's chasing, uh, that is not the God of the Bible. The God of the Bible is sovereign and reigns in awesome holiness and he, he says in the book how, how only God is really awesome, and how, you know, we we take that word awesome, and we apply it to ice cream flavors, and skateboard tricks, and, you know, hairstyles, and whatever, but only God is awesome. It reminds me of a, a friend of mine, Adam, who told a story. He was at a, a conference, and Ian Hamilton was one of the speakers. Ian Hamilton's just a fantastic uh, preacher, and theologian, and anyway, so somebody was, they were in the restroom during a break and uh, somebody made a comment and said, oh man, that's awesome. And, you know, from, from the bathroom came this voice, only God is awesome. And he turned around and looked and there's Ian Hamilton. Only God is awesome. So Adam's been like, ever since then, I'm not going to use that word awesome for anything other than God. And Psalm 97 shows us that. It shows us the awesome God, the one living and true God. The foundation of his throne is righteousness and justice. And this is really what he calls his people to within his kingdom. Righteousness is is to do what is right, to be upright, uh, to be uh, faithful to God's holy standard of his own character. And justice is to to give people what they deserve, to to treat people with equity, with fairness, with with just um, a just treatment of others. So righteousness has to do with our own character, justice has to do with the way we treat others. And God's foundation of His throne is righteousness and justice. Fire, lightning, trembling, melting, power. This is our God. This is our one true God. He is not trite. He's not desperate. He's not lonely and longing and pining away. He is reigning in sovereign power and holiness and righteousness and justice. And the heavens proclaim his righteousness. And all the peoples, again, this missions theme is also here within the worship of, of Book 4 of the Psalms. All the peoples, that's all the nations of the earth, see his glory. This verse, Psalm 97, 6 is like an exact echo of Psalm 19 verse 1 the heavens declare the glory of god the earth the sky shows forth his handiwork the heavens declare the glory of god the sky shows forth his handiwork and then later Psalm 19 says you know their line has gone out through all the world and so this is this is the god we worship every sunrise every sunset every starry night every thunderstorm rolling in on the horizon, this sky, these heavens, this world proclaims the one true and living God. All the other things that people worship, all the so-called gods, political power, careerism, materialism, lust, passion, uh, illusions of control, and then other Other so-called gods that may be worshipped around the world. All these other things are worthless. They're just worthless. Worthless. There's one true God we're called to worship him. Zion. Zion is a reference to the people of God. Zion hears the reign of the one true God and is glad and rejoices. The people of God should rejoice in knowing that our God is sovereign. He's on his throne. He's over the earth. His glory is being revealed. Peoples of the nations are being called to worship him, for he is the one true God. We rejoice because of his judgments. We rejoice because of his power. We rejoice because of his reign. That's why we rejoice. And even as we rejoice, we should respond to God's holy character by hating evil. We should hate sin. There's a dangerous trend in contemporary American Evangelical world of taking grace, right? This word grace that we so misunderstand and ill define as sort of a license to sin, sort of my get out of hell free card I keep in my wallet, and whenever I sin and come under conviction, ah, I got grace. Oh, I got grace. Oh, I got grace, and that allows us to be callous toward our sin and to disregard our sin. But again, that's not the God of the Bible. That is that is an invention of the modern American evangelical church and its marketing. That's not God. God hates sin, and God calls his people to hate sin. Yes, Jesus paid for all of our sins with his blood on the cross, but knowing what it cost God to pay for our sins, the very life of his precious son of infinite worth and value, Knowing what it cost God to pay for our sins ought to cause us to hate our sin even more. That sin nailed Jesus to the cross. That sin caused Jesus to die in utter agony. That sin is responsible for the death of my Savior. I should hate it. I should turn from it. I should shun it. I should want to do anything to get it out of my life. Hate evil. Know that God preserves the lives of his saints. Know that he delivers us from the hand of the wicked light and joy instead of evil instead of domination by the wicked instead of domination by our sin god sows light for us light is a picture in the bible of righteousness and truth the truth and the righteousness of god are sown for us who belong to him joy is given to the upright in heart how do we how can we be upright in heart only by faith in jesus christ only by trusting in god So rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. Our God is awesome. And the more we know him, the more we understand his power and his reign and his justice and his goodness and his grace and his kindness to his people, the more we should want to worship him, the more we should want to be like him, the more we should turn our back on this world that is in rebellion against him, to worship God and then turn back to the world to proclaim to him, the one to them, the one true God we worship. That's the God of Psalm 97. That's the God of the Bible. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, you are the one true, awesome, living, and holy God. There is none like you. Whatever God we may cook up in our imagination... Whatever idols this world may worship, they pale in comparison and are worthless compared to you. You reign from heaven over all the earth on a foundation of righteousness and justice. You are pure and holy in all your ways, and you have been good to us. If we have come to know you, it is because you have been good to us. So we thank you. For your light of truth and righteousness. For your joy that comes from knowing that our sins are forgiven. That we are reconciled to you. That we have come to know you and love you. Father, we pray for that light and that joy to fill our hearts and guide us today. May our day be worshipful. May you be glorified in our lives. May your church, here in America and around the world, learn to worship you as you are due to be worshipped. Be our God today. Be our light and our joy. That we might hate evil and cling to you. Be with Ashley and her family. Be with all those who are struggling with cancer. Heal them, Father. Strengthen their bodies. Encourage their spirits. Glorify your name in their full restoration, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I hope you have a wonderfully blessed day. Sunday morning is coming. I hope to see you at worship. We are worshiping at 10 o'clock now, not 930 anymore. We've moved it to 10 o'clock. We're going to stay at 10 o'clock for a while. So that time is going to be set. We'll still be outside uh, this Sunday at the 4-H camp out there in Rocks Street, Maryland, under the Sharon Pavilion and the big sycamore tree. So come on out and join us 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Of course, we'll be live streaming the worship service as long as the technology holds and the Lord is gracious to us. We'll be live streaming the worship service here on these same two platforms, YouTube and Facebook. Uh, but I hope you can come and gather with us in person, because there's no substitute for gathered worship together with the people of God uh, out at the 4H camps. A beautiful setting should be a beautiful day on Sunday, Lord willing, and uh, we look forward to that. Otherwise, we'll see you here Monday morning for Psalm 98. I'm just planning on doing 98, 99, and 100 next week, so looking forward to that. Have a blessed day in the Lord today.